1: Out in Buffalo, you've seen him on the NFL network. I'm a fan and uh, first off I want to say Mike, thanks for making time. I know it's been a crazy week, but I appreciate you joining us.
0: Oh thanks for having me.
1: So the first question I wanted to ask was when did you get out to Buffalo? like what what day or what time did you um, get out there to start covering this story?
0: Yeah, so my colleague Cam Wolf was covering the game and of course I'm a football fan, so I'm watching the game and knowing that I've spent a lot of time around Buffalo, And Cincinnati, so you know I was looking forward to it, so I was watching the game. Obviously, we saw what we saw. I was talking with my bosses. No decision had been made by the time. It was like 11, 30, 12 o'clock. I decided I got to sleep. I woke up at about 3.30 in the morning to some missed calls, and they were like, you got to go to Buffalo. And I was like, absolutely. Booked the flight, and uh, I've been here since uh, Tuesday morning.
1: Wow, yeah, 3.30 in the morning. I mean, uh... (laughs) yeah. I've already spoken tonight about how I've been, you know, on the radio till 2 a.m. And then I I go home and I'm still searching through things, trying to find updates. And it's been tough to sleep. And uh, I can't imagine, you know, you know, in the middle of the night having to travel to cover a story. And I'm sure you're around the clock trying to find out more information and and more things. I feel like today was the the day, though. Today was the day that um, I just said that, you know, players talked about, you know, wanting to get that like thumbs up or that. Head nod or that okay that they did not get when DeMar was taken off the field. But I feel like the news that we got today was that first little bit of like, okay, you can breathe a little bit. He's all right. Like, you know, um, I'll never get over the fact that he asked who won the game.
0: Yeah. I mean, that is pretty amazing. And, you know, if you heard Josh Allen and Dane Jackson, some of the other guys talking today, look, well, not surprised like that's just who he is more concerned about us than he is thinking about himself. Uh, And if you kind of follow his history and and just who he's been as a person for a long time now, Uh, long before uh, DeMar Hamlin became um, very popular, you know, in the last 72 hours in terms of us knowing all about him, that's who he's been as a person. So uh, I, 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 that was kind of refreshing, but I think you're right. There was, you know, definitely a little lift that they got yesterday when they got the, the Zoom call that Team had with, with his dad, Mario. Um, but this this today was it gave them a real energy and it and it gave them a real sense of, okay, you can exhale a little bit. Like obviously he's not out of the woods. There's as the doctors talked about, there's still a long way to go in his recovery, but there were so many good things that came out of the conversation with the doctors today about the things that they saw and where he's at with some of these things that I think the whole team could exhale a little bit and you're not going to forget it they're certainly not going to forget it they're going to be thinking about it for for a long long time maybe forever as Josh said the the image of what happened on the field they seared in his brain he's replaying them over and over again but now it's like okay we got to be pro football players and there's there's still processing going along but that a little bit of a chance, a little bit of an opportunity to turn the page. Um, obviously not completely. They're never going to turn it completely, but to some degree, think about football.
1: Yeah. And uh, they know they have a job to do. And I think I read somewhere that his dad said like, you know, he'd want them to go out and compete and win and finish the journey. They're trying to win a Super Bowl this year. And he was a part of that. And what he'd want them to do is not worry about him, but go out there and do the job, win games and, uh, make the push. So what was the vibe like in practice? What was the vibe like with, with the guys preparing now to face new England and then uh, push
0: forward? So I'm told there was definitely a lot of energy at practice. They were playing the music a little bit. They weren't doing that yesterday at the walkthrough. There was definitely, as I said, there was sort of a little bit of a release. And as some guys said today, and Mitch Moore saying like putting on the helmet was a bit cathartic, you know, sort of like, oh, okay, this, mm-hmm. a, this is what we do, you know, and there's a routine to it. You know, these guys are they're wired, you know, that, okay, play the game, then recovery, you got your lifting, you got to do this, you got to get your treatment, then we game plan, then we got, you know, there's, there's that whole process, and that process obviously was, was flipped upside down a little bit. But the thing that did strike me about uh, today was I, this team is exhausted, Uh, mentally and physically for for reasons that you clearly understand, right? And they have to refuel the tank. And there's definitely going to be an incredible outpouring of support from the fan base. This is a home game on Sunday. I mean, the guys are talking about Sean McDermott said it's probably going to be unlike anything we've ever seen before. But how much can that emotion carry a team that is definitely a little fried, in my opinion, right now? And as I said, understandably so. And not only that, but there's the preparation aspect of it. You know, the, are they putting, have they been putting everything into football when their minds have been elsewhere? And like I said, today's a chance to sort of, okay, he's doing better, concentrate more, but this league is so – the line is so fine in this league, right? You, you underperform by 10%, 15%, and you see it all the time every week. You're like, how did that happen? How did that team lose? Or how was that game so close – that team hasn't won a game all year. They're 2-12 and 12 or whatever, and you see these things happen. So I'm just I'm wondering if the team can fill up the tank fast enough for Sunday's game. Now, look, they're, just as I continue to interrogate myself here, they're a, bit, they're a much better team than New England is. Mid, New England is a middling team. Buffalo is not. Buffalo is one of the best teams in the league, and you could argue when they play in their best, they are the best team in the league. But it, it is an interesting scenario uh, for them to just – See if they can find that energy.
1: Yeah, one o'clock game, and uh, I'm sure Bills Mafia will be out there, one of the best fan bases in the country. Uh, It's going to be a scene. I I can't wait to see it. And I'm sure the Patriots will have heavy hearts as well. Um, At least it is week 18, the last week of the season, where we do expect uh, some guys to get off their feet, some starters to rest, things like that. Now, my, My next question I wanted to ask you is what are you hearing or thinking or uh, do you know anything about the protocol? Because we, we learned today that they're not going to play the or resume play for the um, Bills-Bengals game. Uh, they're going to figure that out in other ways. Uh, I still need some more clarity on, you know, what What do we think is going to happen here with the seeding? Uh, are they going to go off of winning percentages? I know there was a rumor that they might add an extra playoff team on each side, AFC, NFC, and even maybe a neutral site for the AFC Championship, have you gotten any intel on that stuff?
0: I think it's all over the place. I think when they said yesterday in the conference call that we had with, with um, Dr. Sills, but there was other people in the conversation, that the idea was not that they're hyper-focused on DeMar and his health, obviously. Um, and they said, you know, we haven't really, we're just starting to get into that, which I'm not totally sure I buy fully, but I think that there's so many things on the table here that they really are trying to sort through and also sort of gauge with the teams, you know, like, how do you feel? Like, I think there's just, there's a lot on the table and I, and I don't think they've fully sorted it out. I think they need to obviously pretty soon here. Um, But to me, if you're going to eliminate that Bengals-Bills game, if that's, if we're not going to see them try to replay that in an extra week, then, I think it just has to be based on winning percentage. To me, that's the, that's the fairest thing to do. And, and, and it's not perfect because it's not totally fair. Right. But this is just like, to me, it's obviously a different situation, but in COVID, we had the COVID rules. So, you know, they built in some things and they said it might be unequal. You might not play as many home games. You might not get your full schedule. And if something happens, um, and this is how we're going to have to deal with it. It's just going to have to be winning percentage. And I think this is a unique situation as we've seen in terms of a player's health. And I just – I think you just kind of have to write it off as that's what it is. Nobody should bellyache about it. Right. It's, you know, that, that's, just, that's just what it is. Deal with it. And if you're the best team, and we saw it last year with Cincinnati, they weren't the home team and they went through people, right? So if, if you're playing your best football and you're an elite team – you, you can find a way to win anywhere.
1: Yeah, everything happens for a reason. This is shaking us all up. I know it's shaking the whole NFL up. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that this young man is responsive and that we feel a little bit better about this uh, because I really do think we're in for uh, one heck of a playoffs, however they so- sort it out. Uh, I feel like when the playoffs come anyway, all bets are off, anything goes. But now after this, I feel like, you know, this year more than ever, it- it's anybody's game. Uh another question I wanted to ask you cuz I was looking at your Twitter and I saw you were in the building and I played a clip from Sean McDermott talking about uh Denny Kellington uh was he interviewed yeah. did anyone get to talk to him did anyone get to speak to him No
0: we have, we have not you know they they were really um you know they uh, understandably so you know there there was less media availability than normal they they you know there's usually an open locker room um, you can talk to guys that you, you would have to make special requests for trainers and things of that nature. Um, but it was, it was very dialed back. Uh, in fact, I don't know if I've ever seen Sean and, and Josh do a press conference together. Uh, and then we had Mitch Morris and Dane Jackson do the press conference together after, but that was the extent of the, the availability. And he talked for 40 minutes, so I'm, I'm not complaining about it at all. It's just that, it, They're very, um, they're very hyper-focused on, the, the mental health of the team as much as anything as well. So I think there's been a, a, a and rightly so, I think there's been a, a, a desire to protect uh, the players and some of the coaches from this. And as everybody, again, sort of sorts through their feelings and emotions about all the stuff that happened, because you just I keep coming back to it. And we saw what we saw on the field. We saw it on TV or even people that were in attendance. You saw it from a certain distance away. These guys were right there, right? They were right on top of it. They heard the yells and the screams, and there's just there's got to be so many things that they have to process from what happened there that um, it makes a lot of sense to me to sort of handle it this way. I don't think uh, anybody who's covering the bills right now is, is sort of complaining about um, the access that we were given.
1: Yeah, no complaints from anyone. I think there's a lot of compassion and understanding, and people are just trying to, do their yeah. best to navigate this. Um, I don't I don't have any more questions, and I don't want to keep you too long, but thank you for joining us. Thank you for answering my questions, and keep doing a good job out there. Like I said, I'm a fan. I've seen you on NFL Network, and I'm, I'm looking forward to your coverage as we head into the playoffs.
0: I appreciate you. Have a good night. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.